Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Port Adelaide are very relevant to this now. Their captain is Tom Jonas. After last night's success, they will host a qualifying final for the second year in a row. Tom, congratulations. Welcome to Crunch Time. Cheers, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Uh, what a great reality to, to wake up to that you've created for yourselves. Yeah, it was another nail-biter. We haven't um, been doing them easily this year but um it was nice to beat a quality uh opposition leading into finals i think you know we're playing some pretty good footy and obviously to beat a top four side as well um means a lot and to bank the advantages of home for at least a qualifying final how significant is that in your mind yeah we're pretty pumped about that um from a couple of angles just you know to be able to play in front of our home crowd and also for our supporters um, to be able to come along and see us play because, we, as we know this year, there's been some interesting circumstances and they've probably missed out on a bit of footy. So it'll be great to get back to Adelaide Oval and um, have, you know, hopefully up to 50 or 70% there. So that'll be pretty loud and we're looking forward to it. Hey, Tom, uh, you mentioned about beating a top four side. Um, has Ken spoken about it much? I know in the media circles this year it's been spoken about a little, little bit. I'm sure it has in... Adelaide there as well, but has has Ken broached it just the importance of that ticking that box before the final series? To be honest, not really. We're just focusing on every game being worth four points, and obviously um, last night was the critical four points, and um, we just focus on the process. And if you're winning games, you're winning games. But I think it's it's impossible to completely ignore it. So when you do. Um, you know, win a game that you've probably been challenged on, you do like to sort of almost stick it to the critics a little bit. So um, it's something that does motivate us. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Just you're into the ground. The, the, the back six or seven, I guess, when you count that interchange play. Tom Cleary, drop. He's been in and out of the team. Trent McKenzie in. Do you think you've got the settled mix now um, going into September? Or is there still potentially some movement there? Yeah, we're pretty settled, but at the same time, Tommy Cleary is extremely stiff and I think if you look at the first half of the year he was um, the, the first first picked and Trent McKenzie was the one that was unlucky Clubs went out because of injury and now he can't get back in because um, Trent's playing such a good role so we've got a little bit of flexibility there but we just, we're just we really confident in whoever comes in does that um, tall back role really well and then in terms of the higher backs I think they're coming into into their own. They're playing some really good attacking footy and getting defensive stuff done well. So we're quite happy down our end. Tom, Craig Jennings here. You mentioned in your opener that you've been doing it the hard way. You're actually 6-0 and in terms of close games with four wins under four points, which has a massive impact on your season. So I was wondering, you know, how often are you training these scenarios and how confident are you to win these close games in terms of the last three or five minutes and what's required? Yeah, I think it's something we've we've learned through experience. I reckon if you go back 
two or three years ago, we were on the other end of that. We'd lose all of the close ones. and We've sort of been developing a framework um, for a while now and we haven't changed that too much. So it's kind of second nature for us and we've certainly got that belief if if we are just a goal or two down and we keep playing our way and get in front, then we're going to be able to hang on to that lead and kick away further. So uh, that's been a great shift from our playing group. And can you take us inside the footy club this week in terms of your opposition meeting and your strategy meeting? Uh, you know, what was at the top of the whiteboard in terms of uh, taking away some of the Bulldogs' strengths or exploiting any weaknesses? Yeah, it's pretty well known that it's about their, their midfield and their ability to just flick the ball around and win the contested footy. So we had to match them in that area and um, bring the pressure and force them to, you know, kick the ball a little bit more rather than just be able to get their way and, I think um, you got to take your hat off to our midfield. They've been superb all year, but in particular last night against a really formidable opposition. I've spoke to a couple of the coaches there this morning at Port. Now, I hope they're not setting me up, but are you a law graduate and currently studying an MBA? And if that's the case, where are you heading post-football? Yeah, you've done your research. I knocked off a law degree a little while ago and I'm just ticking away at an MBA for something to do. But um, <laughs> <terms of life. laughs> something to do. Yeah, well, we do have, we've got more spare time than you, you well, you'd left for you to understand, but you know, then you probably realise. So just try and keep the brain active, but not really sure what life after footy holds. Just try and cling on to the dream for as long as possible. And then, you know, hopefully the cards fall my way a little bit. Uh, Tom, it's Sam Edmund here. Thanks a lot for your time this afternoon. Your legal mind might be useful here because you found yourself, well, obviously unwittingly anyway, at the centre of a match day report last night involving one of the dog's most important players in Aaron Norton. Can you can you take us through that moment? Oh, uh, yeah, there wasn't much in that. I think um, he cost me 1500 bucks when we played him earlier in the year for a similar incident. And, um, uh, yeah, he just, you know, he's a, he's a good tackle. And I think just that slinging action these days can get yep. looked at a little bit more, but it was, it was probably, you know, a free kick at best. And um, you always want to see your best players out there in, in final. So, you know, I'll leave that one to the MRO, but I'm certainly fine. And, and just from your point of view, last one on it, your head didn't make contact with the ground in any way? Nah, I can't really recall. I haven't had a look, but um, it, was, it was, you know, it was, it was a solid tackle, but that was about the extent of it. Um, I got up and played on and I was no worries. Can I just quickly ask you about Mitch Georgiades, your young forward at the other end, who's been so exciting in a massive part of the year. I think the only game he missed was the season opener up until now. Your heart must really go out to him. Um, and can you shed some light on the on the severity of the, of the injury at this very, very early stage? Yeah, he's been magnificent for us this year, George. And in particular, the second half of the year, he's really coming into his own. I think um, it's probably not as bad as we... You know, we thought um, we got that. You obviously got that flexibility with the sub where um, you don't want to take a risk. So he'll get scanned and um, monitored throughout the week, and um, hopefully, if he does miss one, it's only one. So um, be good to have him back as soon as possible. The opportunity that presents here, Tom, and it was embodied, I think, a bit in the way Travis Boak played and Robbie Gray and Ollie Wines and yourself is. Um, and Kenny spoke around players probably having a relatively acute sense of um, having a few chances left or, or just a couple of chances left. Is, is that very real, that to finish second on the ladder and host a qualifying final, it's right there for you to try to grasp? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of those things you try and educate the younger players on that 
you know, they should probably think that they're going to be playing in finals or prelims every single year. But when, in fact, that's not the case, you know, we played in one in 2014. And then between now and then, it was a pretty pretty um, long drought. So for blokes like Bokey, Robbie, uh, myself and Ollie and a couple of others that have been around for a while, you really do have to save those opportunities and make the most of them. So uh, we've put ourselves in a good good position now. We've just got to capitalise on it. Now, Tom, we asked... Um... Ryan Burton, this question a month ago, and he gave us absolutely nothing. What does that sign mean <laughs> that Michael Voss holds up the 120 with the big circle around <laughs> yeah. it? Can you give us any insight into that? Uh, if I tell you, I'll have to kill you. You know, that's a key defenders. Probably, that's what we do. <laughs> I love that. Great answer. Over him, to be honest, a lot of the clubs have very similar, similar sort of structural shifts, and they just have their own names for them. Do the players even look at them? Because I, I don't know if I'd even look at it if I played. It'd be one of those difficult things to take in. Yeah, there's, there's probably a few of us, probably myself and a couple others, and look at them, and then it's our job to tell everyone else. And there's, you know, you've always got those blokes in the team that are just focused on um, chasing the agate around. Tom, the, the game tonight, Melbourne and Geelong, obviously, you'll be, uh, I imagine, a very keen onlooker from the couch. Yeah, absolutely. I'm keen to cast an eye over that, not just from a preparation perspective, but just expecting a high-quality hit out. And it's always good to watch good footy. And, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting to see who we're going to be fronting up against next week. So just run us through what's happened since the uh, closing siren last night. What what are the, the current protocols that you have to work through and how long do they linger for? Yeah, so it was a little bit different. We actually um, were straight out of Marvel and got a bus to the airport where we obviously chartered the jet and got back into Adelaide at 2.30 in the morning. So um, I'll be having a little nap with my daughter, Savo. And then um, we got basically 72 hours um, in quarantine until everyone returns uh, a negative test. So that's us, um, the doggies and the umpires, anyone that was involved in game day. So a couple of quiet days. The weather's all right in Adelaide, so I'm not complaining. And, and, Tom, even leading into a home qualifying final for you guys, will there be anything unusual in that in terms of the, the, the COVID protocols, even though the game is, is at home? I think it's just a few of the little shifts we've become accustomed to. I don't think you'll be able to have, like, an open training session. Um, we're restricted from going to, you know, supermarkets and big shopping complexes. But besides that, it should be a pretty regulation week once we get out of um, isolation, which will be basically Tuesday morning. And are you happy to roll straight into the finals? It's likely that you'll play Friday night rather than having that, that, pre, that pre-finals buy? Yeah, well, if you'd asked me a month ago, I probably would have said we could really do with the buy because we were battling a fair few injuries. But it seems that everyone's sort of coming good at the right time of the year. So, yeah, we're, we're happy to carry that momentum we've got into um, a home clash at Adelaide Oval. I think, um, you know, regardless of if you're a little bit sore or whatever, there'll just be that excitement and energy that comes from playing uh, finals footy in front of your home crowd. These are exciting times. Good on you, Tom. Good luck for what comes next. Cheers, boys. Catch you later. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.